0: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the How to Sleep podcast. We hear a lot of discussion on how many hours of sleep are enough, but not so much about when is the best time to sleep. In this episode, you'll learn whether when you sleep matters, and it does, spoiler alert, as well as get your takeaway action for this week. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blateman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So, like I said in the introduction, I think that thankfully there is loads of discussion in the media these days, and people are starting to become more aware of how much sleep is enough sleep. And I've mentioned this in earlier episodes, the optimum amount of sleep is between seven to nine hours every night, and it has to be every night, not just on weekends. But we don't hear that much information about when we should get this sleep. So in other words, does it matter what time you go to bed as long as you're aiming for this seven to nine hour window of sleep? Or does your choice of bedtime have an impact on the quality of sleep that you get? And especially if you're struggling to sleep, does it matter when you try to sleep? Or is just kind of sleep whenever you can get it, you know, is that enough? So to understand the relevance of when we sleep, it's important to remember the evolutionary context, Um, that we're a daytime species. We're meant to be awake in the day and asleep at night. So our whole evolution as a species has helped to shape how we sleep or how our brains are programmed to want to sleep. And that's to start getting sleepy as the sun sets and to fall asleep at some time after that point and then wake up in the morning so that we're ready for our active period in the daylight hours. So because we've been evolving for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, it's been a long time in training And around this concept, the activities that our body is doing while we're asleep have also developed based on this presumption that we'll be sleeping in the night time. So that's what scientists are finding. So we arrive at a situation which then goes a step further. And science is now kind of starting to say that these processes depend on us being asleep in the night time. And I think that's massively important for people... Um, like you who were, who were struggling to sleep or, or struggling to get to sleep and, and we'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. So that if we go to sleep at other times we may not in fact do the processes and activities or may not do them all because our brain knows it's not the night time. So if you take that one further level of detail then we find our brain is actually dependent on us being asleep for the span of the night time you know various points of the night and so it carries out different processes at different times in the night based on the assumption that we, our period of sleep will be kind of slap bang across that span of the night and I, I think that's so important if you're not sleeping or if your sleep patterns are all over the place because um because you're having trouble sleeping so Oh, let's talk about that a bit more now. So I'm sure you know that there are different phases of sleep, dream sleep or REM sleep, REM sleep and non-dream or non-REM sleep. And we sleep in phases of around 90 minutes at a time throughout the night. And then during each 90 minute cycle, we normally start by going into a deep non-dream sleep and then transitioning to dream sleep. But the amount of each type of sleep that we get in each 90 minute period is not consistent through the night. So at the start of the night, you're sleeping in 90 minute chunks with more non dream sleep. And then later in the night or in the early hours of the morning, in fact, you're going to move to having sleep cycles which proportionally contain more more REM sleep, more dream sleep. So it used to be thought that whenever you went to sleep, you would follow this pattern. But science has now started to discover that that's not necessarily the case. And that hundreds of thousands of years of evolution have locked in our genetic desire to sleep at night. And so they've actually tied the type of sleep we experience to the time of the night that we're asleep. So let me explain this a bit more. Let's take a typical example first. You've got lots to get done. So you stay up until midnight to finish off all the tasks and then you have an hour relaxing before bed. The next day, your alarm goes off at six so that you can make that early meeting. You've only got, you know, five hours of sleep, if that. That's less than your average of eight that you, that you need. So it's likely that you didn't complete your whole sleep session. And remember that your brain will naturally wake you when it's completed the full amount of sleep that it needs but the alarm woke you so it's probable this this whole sleep period has been cut short so the consequences of this are that even though you only lost say two three hours sleep say it was two and it was a quarter of the sleep that you need you could lose a lot more proportionally if your total amount of dream of your total amount of dream sleep compared to non-dream sleep because you would have done more of your dream sleep in the latter hours of your total sleep and these are the ones that you've missed most of okay so hopefully that makes sense when you cut short your sleep in the morning you don't miss out on all types of sleep equally you miss out on more dream sleep so what about the other side of the coin then? What if you go to bed later and does that have any effect? Well, scientists think that yes, that does as well. So when you stay up really late, as in into the early hours of the morning, into the next day, effectively, your brain knows this and it starts to change your sleep cycle to reduce the proportion of deep non-dream sleep that you would normally get more of at the start of the night. So now your sleep could be more dream sleep filled and you won't experience as much of the deep restful qualities of deep non-dream sleep. So in conclusion, it does appear to matter when you go to sleep as well as how much sleep you're getting. And that's because our brains have evolved over hundreds of thousands of years to be creatures that sleep in the night. And this has moved us from being creatures that prefer to sleep in the night or tend to sleep in the night to creatures that actually depend on sleeping in the night in, in the span of the night hours. Okay, so I'm sure you're wondering, well, what time is the optimum time to go to sleep then? Well, ideally, according to sleep scientist Matthew Walker, it's somewhere between 8pm and midnight. If you go to sleep between these times, then you're likely to run the optimum balance of dream and non-dream sleep, he says. Okay, so if if you've got sleep issues then, what can you learn from this information to implement as a takeaway action this week? Well, here's the thing that I found working with clients. When you have sleep issues there's a tendency for some people to stay up later and later and they push their sleep pattern later and later. And perhaps you might do this because, you know, you know you're going to get frustrated when you're trying to sleep or you want to wait until you're exhausted in the hope that that's going to make you fall asleep easier and stay asleep. Or perhaps you're just putting off going to bed. But then you start to form a habit of going to bed at midnight at the early hours. It's going to reduce the amount of deep non-dream sleep that you're getting. And then you could feel even more tired and less rested the next day. So it's something to bear in mind if you do have choice about when you're going to sleep and you do sleep for some of the night. um, You know, just to be conscious that ideally uh, you need to take this into account and make sure that you're trying to go to bed the right side of midnight. So this week just be aware of that, it's your takeaway action, have a think about it and if you need to adjust your bedtime accordingly then do plan for that. By the way if you do want to adjust your bedtime I recommend changing by only say half an hour a day until you get to the new time that you want just so you don't throw your body clock off even more. Let me know how you get on with this and take care until next week. Thank you for listening, I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.